It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to Planet Logic. Today's episode, Random Samplings of a Logical Mind, Episodes 41 through 50. I'm Lynn Woolley, the Secretary of Logic and the pilot of the podcast, welcoming you to another helping of our column where absolutely anything goes. Random Samplings of a Logical Mind, I'm Lynn Woolley. Clear Moral Objectives, 2003 and 2021. Issue 1, Up is down. In 2003, I thought the country had gone crazy. I decided to write a book about all the things I thought were wrong and how to fix them. Here's how I began the introduction. We live in a strange world where up is down, black is white, and right is wrong. In today's world, nothing is as it seems, and few things seem to be called what they really are. Racial preferences, for example, are known by the pleasing term affirmative action and the right of a woman to end a pregnancy by destroying her unborn baby is known simply as choice. Does this sound like today's world? Eighteen years after I wrote those words in clear moral objectives, the left-wing art of manipulating the language has intensified. Two decades ago, I had never heard of such words as cisgender and Latin X, and insurrection still meant insurrection. Issue 2, The Big Lie. Flipping through my 2003 book, Clear Moral Objectives, I spotted a reference to The Big Lie. But hold on. In CNNE's, The Big Lie refers to Trump's claim that the 2020 election was stolen. So I had to reread that segment to see what I meant. Turns out The Big Lie in 2003 referred to Bill Clinton's statement, I didn't have sex with that woman. That was quite a whopper, but Hillary helped ease Bill's pain by making up a story about the vast right-wing conspiracy, a major component of the big lie of that era. Today's big lie, notwithstanding, we do have our own conspiracy. Not QAnon, as CNN likes to obsess about, but something called critical race theory that is infecting our schools and has already overrun our colleges. But it will pass. My book was about 12 major crises, and so far, we've survived them all. Issue 3, Our Democracy. In the cover flap to my book, Clear Moral Objectives, I use the term Our Democracy. In the 18 years since that book came out, left-wing Democrats have appropriated the term to mean, well, their democracy. A socialist country with government-enforced equity, except for elites who can still own private jets. Still, doesn't that term sound wonderful? When Nancy Pelosi struts out and complains about Trump threatening our democracy, does it make you proud? 
Not when you realize what the new definition is. And what about insurrection? That's shorthand for the Capitol breach, which Pelosi did not like. Presumably, she's fine with the hundreds of violent riots, fires, and murders committed by voters within her party. When Democrats use high-minded words, always check to see if they have a new definition. Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. The CNN surrection, the breachers, and the investigations we ought to do. Issue one, the CNN surrection. Why not name the so-called capital insurrection after CNN, the network that seems to delight in keeping it front and center? On any given day, CNN is likely to spend hours on reporting on the breach which is what it really was. There are two apparent reasons for this. First, there have been published reports that CNN's ratings have nosedived to the tune of 70% since the departure from the White House of Donald Trump. Just as Sherlock Holmes needs Moriarty and Batman needs the Joker, so does CNN need Trump. Without Trump, CNN appears to be about as interesting as watching a test pattern. But as a full-fledged propaganda network, CNN must fulfill its reason to exist, and that is to support liberal causes, prop up Joe Biden, and tear down the Republican Party. The CNN insurrection is a tool to get that done. Issue two, the insurrectionists. Or maybe we should call them the breachers. That would go nice with other left-wing terms for people who love their country, such as bitter clingers, deplorables, and Neanderthals. Oh yes, we Americans do love our guns, God, our Constitution, and freedom. So of those things, we're guilty. But what of breachers? They are always characterized in the media as Donald Trump supporters. Then why would they want to overthrow the government? Think about it. Trump supporters favor law and order. They want border security. They want fair and honest elections. They also happen to notice that Democrats illegally changed the rules in 2020 using the pandemic as an excuse. I don't think they were trying to overthrow the government. I think they were protesting a corrupted election. Issue 3. Let's make a deal. Democrats know that a so-called bipartisan commission to investigate the origins of the breach would fall in their favor. Republicans know that and don't want any part of it. But as a conservative, I'll negotiate. The Democrats can knock themselves out on investigating January 6th if the rest of us can get a few answers as well. First of all, we need to know the origins and the intent of groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. How many arrests and prosecutions are coming out of the summer riots? Why didn't government step in to quell the riots? And speaking of anti-American activity, why are members of the squad like Ilhan Omar allowed to be in this country, much less serve in Congress? Omar and her ilk are enemies of the state. I'd also like to investigate Eric Swalwell, Hunter Biden, and George Soros. Do we have a deal? Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. What do you make of evil clocks that want to kill you? A super smart cow that moves once for no and twice for yes. A radio station managed by the devil himself. Or a heavenly doorway to visit your deceased friends and family. This is Lynn Woolley. You'll find all this and more in my new book, The Clock Tower and Other Stories. Order a copy now at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or abebooks.com. The Clock Tower and Other Stories.
Random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. How insane can liberals get before other liberals call out the insanity? Issue 1. Save the pronouns. Collect the whole set. When I saw the Travis County PR release about flying the so-called pride flag, I wasn't surprised. This is, of course, Austin, where logic goes to die. But then I read the release, and yeah, it can get worse. The county commissioners will fly the flag over the Travis County Administrative Bill and in doing so, all involved have declared their pronouns, you know, like Kamala Harris did a few years ago. County Judge Andy Brown is a he-him. Commissioner Bridget Shea is a she-her. But some others representing LGBTQIA+, as the release says, declared their pronouns to be they-them or she-they. Remember, Kamala was a she-her, which is disappointing for such a hysterical, I mean historical, figure. This is what insanity looks like. Who will call it out? Only me, I suppose, but I'm just one solitary he-him. Issue 2. The Mar Factor. In any discussion of Democrats being out of their ever-loving minds, you have to bring up Bill Maher. The host of HBO's Real Time is left-wing himself. But the current insanity on the left is appalling even to him. Maher cites a new term, progressophobia, a malady that seems to blind left-wingers to any form of racial progress. Maher logically says this makes no sense. How is everything in America racist when the progress made since the the Jim Crow days, is astounding. Will Bill Maher be canceled? He will if MSNBC anchor Tiffany Cross has her way. She says he has no right telling people of color what they should be offended by. He should shut up, she says, until he has a diverse panel on his show discussing colorism. I have a suggestion. Maher should do that. And on the same show, have a panel on stupidism. Issue 3, Kamala's Root Causes. President Biden often seems insane, but he has an excuse. He's older and obviously has some form of dementia. Vice President Kamala Harris Imhoff has no such excuse. The Veep, whose pronouns are she, her, has refused to go to hot spots along the border, deciding instead to visit Guatemala and Mexico to search for root causes of illegal immigration. Meanwhile, there is no left-wing search underway for the root causes of violence and our pre predominantly black communities such as South Chicago. As Larry Elder writes, blacks between the ages of 10 and 43 die of homicide at 13 times the rate of whites. The root causes of that is obvious. It's the breakup of the traditional family and the lack of responsible fathers. Most Democrats, including Barack Obama, are well aware this is insanity. So where is the outrage? Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Random samplings of a logical mind, I'm Lynn Woolley. Our virtually unrecognizable America. Issue 1, The Wisdom of Stein. 
When someone gives a speech and it's reprinted in Imprimus, you know it was good. Commentator Mark Stein spoke of the rapid changes in America and in the Western world, and specifically things we do here that you'll never see in China. Stuff like transgender bathrooms and indeed what Stein calls transgender fanaticism. He says we've lost more than just a few statues. Left-wing wokeness has destroyed equality before the law, control of our own borders, and even free and honest elections. The left now controls all those things and is working to consolidate power while it can. And where is the pushback against the insanity? Stein says we need politicians with a sense of urgency. I might add this. I never got to cast a vote about adding new genders or allowing violent riots to go on in major cities. Did you? Issue 2. Unrecognizable Austin. My country was foremost in my mind as I stroll through downtown Austin, astonished at ubiquitous signs of wokeness gone wild. Are all our big cities like this? Of course, there's the Black Austin Matters sign painted on Congress Avenue, but that's just the start. Throughout downtown, you'll find city-sponsored homages to Ann Richards ensconced on light poles. Richards is a liberal icon whose despicable daughter, Cecile, used to run Planned Parenthood. Don't hold your breath waiting for Austin to honor a Republican governor. Of course, LGBTQ is everywhere, from Austin Pride poll signs to storefront windows on Congress to the Pride flag at the Travis County Building. It's a thoroughly gay downtown. Add the homeless tents, and Austin is barely recognizable, and the insanity seems to breed more insanity. Issue 3, D.C. is nothing to marvel at. I'm not giving up on comics and entertainment totally, but I'm taking a break. It's not even that I'm boycotting because that never works for the right. We simply don't community organize like the left does. I'm doing it for my own sanity. I'm sure you've heard that Disney has dropped the greeting, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, from its theme parks in an awkward attempt to be gender neutral. Disney owns Marvel Comics, which has introduced a gay Captain America. Over at DC, Batwoman is a lesbian, but the imprint that is part of Warner Media and therefore under the control of AT&T went all out for Pride Month with a comic called DC Pride. It reminded me of the other DC where President Obama bathed the White House in rainbow lights. Like the rest of the country, comics and pop culture are unrecognizable. Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Clocks have faces and hands just like human beings and like people they can do evil things. Find out more in my new book, The Clock Tower and Other Stories, from Planet Logic Press. This is Lynn Woolley. You'll find 19 tantalizing tales of suspense, fantasy, and science fiction in my new collection, now available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and abebooks.com. Order it now. The Clock Tower and Other Stories. Random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. DACA deemed doomed, demonstrating dumbass Democrats' demented desires. Issue one, a blaring siren. That's what the president of United We Dream calls a court ruling that would end former President Obama's illegal protections for illegal aliens brought into the country as minors. The judge in this instance is a Texan, Andrew Hainan, who, like Obama and Joe Biden, has read the Constitution, but 
but unlike them, he respects its meaning. Before you hit the ceiling and start accusing conservatives of having no compassion, consider this. Hanan's ruling has nothing to do with the dreamers. It has to do with a rogue president who enacted a law himself because he couldn't get one through Congress. That sounds like the current president who also makes laws with the stroke of a pen without the people's representatives involved. That is unconstitutional, and it's why we need originalist judges and fewer Democrats in Congress. Issue 2, DACA and the filibuster. I feel bad for Joe Manchin. The conflicted U.S. Senator from West Virginia catches hell from both sides because of his refusal to vote out the filibuster. If he changes his mind, the Democrats have the ability to push their demented agenda through Congress with the tie-breaking vote of that woman who currently serves as vice president. Now comes the judge's ruling striking down DACA, Obama's self-penned protection for minor illegal aliens. President Asterix and Speaker Pelosi are vowing to codify the law in Congress. Of the two Joes, we know what Biden would do. He'd sign it in a heartbeat. The other Joe, Senator Manchin, has the power to make it happen by agreeing to bust the filibuster along with Senator Sinema. The filibuster protects the rights of the minority, but the DACA ruling puts it in graver danger. Issue 3. Democrats' demented desires. The mainstream media seems oblivious to the fact that today's Democrat Party has lost all semblances of values, traditions, and compassion. What it wants is power. The Democrats are working to install a complete takeover of government, eliminate the two-party system, and transmogrify America into a green but almost certainly miserable socialist utopia. Think about it. Legalizing the Dreamers and 30 million other illegals would empower them. Climate change legislation would empower them. The pandemic has already empowered them. If they succeed in ending the Senate filibuster, they will be in total control. You may ask, but what if they end it and pay a price when Republicans regain the majority? That's the point. By implementing these measures, the Democrats never expect to lose an election. Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. The case for impeachment of Joe Biden is far greater than for Trump. Issue 1, Biden's Ukraine problem. I think it's time to impeach President Joe Biden. I'm pulling for consistency here. Remember, President Trump was impeached over a phone call in which he tried to convince Ukrainian President Zelensky to investigate Hunter Biden in exchange for a White House visit. Zelensky said he was never pressured, but according to columnist Mark Thiessen, President Biden may have pressured Zelensky to accept the deal to move forward with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that runs from Russia to Germany. Again, a White House visit visit was the prize for Zelensky. But with the approval of this pipeline, Russia is positioned to shut off energy to Ukraine while still keeping Western Europe supplied. So which president of the U.S. pressured the president of Ukraine and which president got impeached for it? Perhaps the wrong one. Issue 2, Biden's invasion problem. It's actually referred to in honest media as Biden's border crisis. But for Biden, it ought to be a constitutional crisis. For those of you who still believe in the Constitution, here's what Article 4 says. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. 
That's plain as day. But what constitutes an invasion? Pat Buchanan, noting that Biden swore under oath to uphold the Constitution, says more than 6,000 people illegally stormed across our border each day in June. He says that by the end of Biden's first year as president, and at that same rate, he will have failed to stop more than 2 million people from entering our country illegally. That's the size of the Austin metropolitan area. We should be appointing House managers. Issue three, Biden's ideology problem. Joe Biden is a Democrat through and through. He governs according to left-wing ideology. Unfortunately for the country, you can't impeach a president on ideological grounds. But if you could, Biden would already be on trial in the Senate. As the Democrat Party has shifted left, so has Uncle Joe. And you have to give the Democrats credit. The more their policies fail, the more they double down. Spending causing inflation? Spend more. Open borders bringing in millions of illegals? Hang out the welcome sign. Is the war on fossil fuel making Americans miserable? Raise the price of gasoline even more. Defunding police causing a crime wave? Hell, abolish the police. This is Joe Biden's America. Not pretty, but it's what Democrats want. Maybe we can't impeach him, but for America's sake, we ought to try. Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. The perils and the privileges of panhandling. Issue one, panhandling has its privileges. Begging for money at street corners has become a major industry in cities of all sizes. So what do we do about it? Remember, the famous Chicago gangster Al Capone was finally jailed on a tax evasion charge, and you may have wondered whether panhandlers pay income taxes on the money they take in. The answer is almost certainly no. No, no self-respecting street beggar is going to actually report income to the IRS. And here's the kicker. The tax code allows gifts up to $15,000 per year before the gift tax kicks in. And even then, taxes would be paid by the donor and not the recipient. However... If a panhandler decided to report his income and it's less than $15,010, he could be eligible for an earned income credit. Of course, to get the credit, he'd need to file a tax return and have an address for the refund to be sent to. Issue 2, Houston's Tough Love. Here's something you may not know. Panhandling, begging for money, is protected by the First Amendment as a form of free speech. Of course, you don't have to give beggars free money. You don't have to feel guilty for not forking over the cash. Back in 2017, Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner asked residents not to give money to them, but rather to redirect funds to agencies that work with the homeless. He called his campaign Meaningful Change, Not Spare Change. He's right. It's time to stop enabling. When you give free money to someone for doing nothing more than standing on a street corner with a clever sign, you're encouraging that person not to work. Mayor Turner's Tough Love campaign is designed to get homeless people off the street and hopefully into a job or at least get help for the mentally ill and the druggies. 
Issue 3. Ignore the signs. I'm always fascinated by the signs that the street beggars shove in front of me when I'm stopped at a red light. My guess is that they are accomplished in writing them and in how to present them. Note that they are almost always written in magic marker on ragged cardboard. That's to show you how down and out they are. They know how to make you feel guilty by mentioning their family or their veteran status. They often use the term God bless to let you know how spiritual they are. Sometimes I like to interact. It's appropriate to point out how many jobs are available right now and ask why they don't apply for one. I've also thought of asking for a W-9 form so I can turn the donation in to the IRS. I've also considered making my own sign on a ragged piece of cardboard saying, I earn my money, so should you. Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Answers to the stupid things liberals think conservatives think. Issue 1. Cartoon from Hell. Someone claiming to be Gina sent a cartoon by U.S. Mail. This means Gina knows where I live, which is scary, so maybe I'll have the paper dusted for prints. Anyway, Gina appears to be a typical left-winger, accusing those of us on the right for doing what those of them on the left actually do. The cartoon by Jen Sorensen is comprised of four panels portraying conservatives as Trump-loving racists. I'll plead guilty to that last one, at least the loving Trump part. Trump absolutely made America great again in just four years, while it took Joe Biden just six months to screw it up again. In all fairness, Trump had some help building the best economy in history and fixing the southern border, and Biden had help too. China unleashed a worldwide pandemic that led to the cheating that got him elected. His handlers helped him destroy border security. Issue 2, Gina and Jen's Not-So-Excellent Cartoon. Gina sent the cartoon, but Jen drew it, and it's left-wing nuts. In her first panel, liberal cartoonist Jen Sorensen accuses white people of congregating in Caucasian-only gated communities. Note that rich black people like Barack Obama and his former pastor, Reverend Jeremiah Wright, also like to live in exclusive neighborhoods. And Patrice Con Cullors, a co-founder of Black Lives Matter, has purchased no fewer than four very high-end properties. Grievance does indeed have its privileges. Panel 2 shows a conservative trucking along with a Confederate flag and what appears to be music that the left objects to, but liberals like to fly the BLM flag and sing the Black National Anthem. Oh, and one of their favorite songs is John Lennon's Imagine that celebrates socialism. Gina and Jan wouldn't be hypocrites, would they? Issue 3, Contemporary English. Panel 3 of the left-wing Jan Sorensen cartoon that my pal Gina sent me had me laughing out loud. It shows an ugly, fat, obviously ignorant conservative woman and has her saying, seems like the homos and the orientals are everywhere. White Americans, says Sorensen, refuse to speak contemporary English. I guess she means like Latinx, cisgender, insurrection, and other current banalities of liberals speak. You wonder if she ever hears what Biden says. During the 2008 presidential campaign, he said, 
You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Oh, but conservatives are the racists. Actually, it's conservatives that aspire to a colorblind society, while liberals like Sorensen obsess over race and identity politics all the time. Maybe she's just putting truth over facts. Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. Random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. The growing consensus that Biden is destroying America. Issue one, you know the thing. We've talked about the mostly ideological insanities of the Biden administration. Everything from the border to inflation to his epic failure in Afghanistan. But it strikes us as interesting that it took this long for so many respected figures to come out and say that Biden isn't just wrong. He's catastrophically wrong. In a speech at the Ronald Reagan Library, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said that there are destabilizing elements within the nation that could lead to collapse. Others who are issuing dire warnings include former HUD Secretary Ben Carson, talk show host Mark Levin, and pundit Pat Buchanan. These men are not chicken little. Yes, they're on the right, but they're also correct. Biden is famous for never having been right on anything. As president, that record is intact. And he's not just wrong, he's dangerous. Issue two, debt could doom us. A new Pat Buchanan column doesn't mince words. He plainly states that if President Biden gets all the spending he wants, America will cross a divide from which history teaches there is no return. Consider Biden's first big spending bill amounted to just under two trillion for covid relief passed without a Republican vote. This plan was the framework for expanding the child tax credit, which could become permanent. A so-called bipartisan group of senators has passed another bill of more than $1 trillion under the guise of infrastructure. At least 17 left-wing Republicans signed on. Next up, the $3.5 trillion Democrat wish list to fix global warming and fundamentally change America by having government pay for most basic needs. It adds up to over $6 trillion and would create a new socialist state. Issue three, sticker shock. I did not vote for Joe Biden. I would never vote for Joe Biden. My personal opinion is that he's the biggest nutcase ever to serve in the Oval Office. It's my strong belief that this presidency is a fluke of nature, the result of an unexpected world pandemic that the left managed to blame on Trump. Biden appears to be a Trojan horse, elevated to the nomination when the Democrats' freak show of candidates all fizzled out. You know who I mean. Kamala, who dropped out early, Corey Spartacus. Booker and the dumbest of them all, Julian Castro, who advocated for abortion for biological men. I have a new bumper sticker that would proclaim to my part of the universe that I'm not to blame for the Biden disaster, but I'm hesitant to put it on my car for obvious reasons. Now, an anti-Trump sticker, eh, that would be just fine. Stay tuned for more random samplings of a logical mind. I'm Lynn Woolley. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.